0: Beer, beer, beer. beer. Bon,
1: bon, bon. bong, bong, battle bong, bong, battle like beer, bong, battle like
2: oh. battle battle bong, battle All
3: right.
0: Welcome, people. We are talking today, Last Night in Soho. Uh, Mike just watched it. I watched it when uh, it first came out, and I really enjoyed it. But Mike, let's get your your thoughts.
2: You know, uh, I've been a big fan of Edgar Wright for quite some time. And uh, yeah, I thought this is, I think this might be his best movie yet. Like, and And that's coming from me who, like, I worship him for Shaun of the Dead. Sean does probably my favorite zombie movie ever. Even if it is just a, even if it is a comedy, but yeah, I thought this movie was great. It looked beautiful. The cast was fucking fantastic. The movie is worth the watch alone for Matt Smith. The dude is so fucking talented. And even though, you know, uh, not getting into too much spoilers, uh, but. If you think about it for a little bit, the the plot twist at the end is kind of predictable, but I, the movie is so engrossing uh, and interesting that it caught me off guard, and I thought it was great.
0: Um, I was gonna say I know we have Lathan in here, Lathan. Any late, uh Edgar Wells movie or I don't know that, Edgar Wright movies you like, dude?
1: Uh, not that I can think of off my head, other than Shaun of the Dead, but uh. No, big Hollywood studios need to stop cutting Matt Smith from shit. I
0: I agree. As much as I did not like Venom, his uh, his his dance will go down in in history. That was Morbius, not Venom. They're both the same. There's no fucking difference. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're the same shit. It's if you haven't seen Morbius. I was about to say Venom again. But there's Matt Smith is the villain. Mad villain is the Smith, and there's just a random part that just happens after Morbius finds his way and says it's Morbin time, and then they just cut randomly to to Matt Smith like dancing in front of a mirror with the shirt off to the song that's like have sex, have sex, and and it's that for like a solid thirty to forty five seconds, and then it just It just cuts
3: to something else. I don't know how to explain it. I what?
0: Yeah. That's how I felt during that movie. Him and his brother watched that movie. Him and his brother both crippled. Morbius does his morbin and then Matt Smith dances and they fight at the end. That's the entire movie. There you go. Just saved you ninety minutes.
3: Oh, they're smart. Sorry, I forgot to add that.
0: Uh, but you know what is smart? Is this movie, Last Night in Soho. Um, comes to Edgar Wright, I still... I love his movies for sure. I... At World's End still holds like a special place. Or The World's End, I'm sorry. The World's End still holds a special place in my heart. Um, and I think that is still his best movie, and that's Only because of kind of the rewatchability, I feel for it. Um, But last night in Soho, solid, solid fucking movie. And it's pretty much just a ghost uh, classic sort of ghost tale, all time of this weird like time y ghost story.
2: It's it's weird, and they don't really explain the mechanics of it. But it's not needed. That would have just been filler for this story. For the this is why you're able to see
0: the past, young lady. Yeah, that would have been really stupid if they did that, because the fact that so just so everybody knows the story, uh, this one young girl goes to uh, like she wants to be a fashion designer and she goes to a school. She goes to her apartment every night and as she sleeps, she dreams that she's in the 1960s and she is this dancer who essentially just slowly and slowly becomes sexualized by all these guys. And she then turned into a prostitute. Pretty much, yeah. And then it starts like affecting her. Not when she sleeps, to where she's really trying to stay awake, and she still keeps seeing visions of all these, of pretty much all these guys that are just, uh, like left and right. Just it just felt, you know, like to her, it just felt like they're just oogling her. Hoggling her. However you say that. And it's just like a constant sort of like slobberfest and and then it just like it as the movie goes on it starts to become like more and more violent and uh the one thing i got to say about this movie is just it is beautiful like if you uh if you see this and you have like a 4k tv or or anything like get it to the most colorful settings you can because when they go back into like the 60s and stuff like that like the set design the actual cinematography and the way things are shot is extremely extremely beautiful to where you feel like you're transported back to kind of like the bright and colorful nature of that time oh yeah it just gets like more and more seedy and just grimy as everything just kind of goes on with the movie and trying to should we do spoilers or no uh,
2: no, since this is a shorter review, I'd say let's try and keep it as spoiler-free as possible. Uh,
0: fair. Fair. Um, uh, but yeah, so like we said, it's just kind of like a tr- time-traveling sort of ghost tale for for good reason. Um, I guess my only problem that I had and again, I haven't seen this since it came out, which as of today is like almost a year ago because it was uh, October 2021 and Today it's July of 2022. I mean, you
3: dated what- the podcast. You dated the podcaster! I'm supposed to do that.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. It's been a whole year because today is October 2022. So sorry. So it has been a year. I'm, I must have not taken my pills today. The the one girl who's in here who is just kind of like the the um. I don't want to say nemesis, but the girl that is very jealous of her in the art school. Um, oh, yeah. I, Just think I like, whatever her name is. Yeah, uh, I Jocasta, I think. Jocasta, that's who it was. Yeah. But like, I feel like there's no payoff when it comes to that. Like You get a slight sort of thing, but it doesn't really kind of... It doesn't have as much of an impact as it feels the first half set it up to have.
2: Oh uh, yeah, you know what? You are right about that. Um But at the same time I kinda think it works because at the very end there, when they're doing their like end of year fashion show, yeah. You can see that she's still being an absolute bitch to Thomas and Mackenzie's character, so you know, it's kinda like that real life thing where you know sometimes, you know, shit just stays the same.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I I get that for sure. But see, I guess I kind of... Oh God, I'm trying to think of how to say it without going in spoiler territory. The way that you just put it, of things stay the same, I feel like the end kind of contradicts that. And I guess I just wanted like one more scene of closure, is all with that with that character. If that makes sense.
2: No, I get that, especially because you know this isn't like a, a slice of life type story. So you kind, of, you kind of expect everything that gets set up to have an, a solid payoff in the end.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I'm not, I'm not looking for like the, the character to get like murdered or anything like that. But it's usually something more than what actually happens in the movie. And that's, I, that's kind of like just the only gripe I had. Because every, everything aside from that, the, the acting to everything on down, I, I feel is a solid movie. Yet for some reason, when it came to theaters, it just never got its due
2: which is really unfortunate. And it just, you know, it's one of those things that goes to show that the general movie going population isn't interested in original ideas anymore. They just want more superhero shit and franchises. They already recognize.
0: Yeah, I'm, uh, you're, you're probably right. But at the same time, antlers, uh, came out around the same time and it actually made, I think it made it, it made more than last night in Soho. That's uh, insane
2: to me, because I've seen Antlers, and it's good, but I think this is the far superior of the two
0: films. Oh, uh, completely agree. Let me look to see what else came out in October 2021. Box office.
3: Oh, wow. Well, this is why. Uh, We got... uh,
0: Well, we had Dune. That's kind of part of the reason why, but let me go to would you say like a week or for the weekend
3: um the week did it okay let's go okay november 2nd
0: okay so we had for the top five at that time we had dune uh, which made crazy money. We had uh, No Time to Die, which was 007's last thing. We had the Venom sequel. See, there you go. Uh, we had My Hero Academia, which was number four. That took in more than last night in Soho. Uh, and then it was like Ron's Gone Wrong, Halloween Kills, Antlers, <laughs> French Dispatch, Adams Family Two.
1: See, I don't, I don't ever remember any of the ads for. Uh- Last night in Soho, having a release date, so I think that's why I missed it. For I could I could see that man. Yeah the
0: um the only thing they had was like it was a trailer of uh, one of the main characters singing uh, Downtown, and then um, it's like an acapella Downtown version of Downtown, and then it just shows like the girl being haunted slowly, and then just random shots from the trailer. Like it really didn't. Um, give anything away, which was pretty nice. And yeah,
3: it's
2: pretty rare that a trailer does that anymore.
0: Yeah, and maybe that hurt it, because, like, legit, if you have... Uh, well, I just recently saw where the, uh, where the Crawdads Sing, and the trailer spoils almost every single thing in that movie.
3: Was it a good movie, at least?
0: Is it a little better than average. Oh, that is not high praise. The The first third is is okay. The second third is boring as shit. The last third is actually pretty good. Good to know. Good to know. And I'm looking right now to see, like, what were the top movies that were spoiled by trailers, and uh, number one was uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. This is according to Screen Rant. Number two is funny. Uh,
2: screen Rant can suck a dick.
0: Ah, this is actually fair. Lord of the Rings, the Two Towers, when Gandalf came back.
2: To be fair, people had about 60 years to find out for themselves by reading the books.
0: True, but I was a kid and I thought Gandalf died, and then the trailer came and it just ends with Gandalf, and you're like, oh my god! When if you saw that in the movie, you'd be like, oh oh my god! Like again,
2: a thousand voices cried out, like a thousand nerds coming all at once.
0: Yeah, you want to hear a thousand voices groaning right now? The Dark Knight <laughs> when Jim Gordon fakes his death and you think he's dead, and then he comes back in the next like half hour. That shit was awesome.
3: Was that in the trailers?
0: Uh no, it never was. It was just like uh it was just like something that was like never spoiled and I'm surprised it never was. Like even in people that saw the the like the screenings and everything before, nobody ever mentioned the whole Jim Gordon uh possibly dying thing. Mm. So I'm sorry to end this on a dark Knight reference, but uh Edgar Wright, you got to step up your game. That's all I'm saying. Have you made the Dark Knight? I don't think so.
2: Uh, I bet his Ant-Man would have been just as good as the Dark Knight. But no, Marvel had to fuck that all up.
0: And they made something even better. Michael Douglas, uh, Paul Rudd, making
1: <laughs> Marcello, it. I've never wanted to kill you more right now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, Nathan, if you I'll want wait. to kill him, I'll leave the chat for a few minutes so I, you know...
0: <laughs> I, I, I can
2: use this as a witness.
0: This <laughs> it's all recorded, I can use this, uh, in court.
1: How are you going to use this in court when you're
0: dead? My lawyers or whoever will avenge me. Christopher
1: Nolan, if you, you can hear
0: lawyers. me. What was that?
1: I Chris, said, you don't Nolan, have any lawyers. I'm saving myself for you.
0: <laughs> Listen, Christopher Nolan is going to don the Batman suit. He's going to avenge me. He's going to, he's going to avenge my death. Uh, bring Lathan to court with this recording.
2: Why would a mediocre director spend his time trying to avenge
0: you? I have no idea. But uh, he will, because I praised his movie so much. I don't, I don't no, know.
2: I'm him. genuinely surprised you just glossed over the fact that I called him a mediocre director.
0: I oh, mean... We know it's not true. It's okay. It's okay, You Go back to your silly jokes.
2: Oh, I, I know it to be true.
1: I don't know. It, it's weird because he hasn't had anything even near that kind of quality since the Dark Knight. It's actually, it's actually a fair
3: point.
0: I'm not gonna disagree there. I like Tenet. I, I like Tenet, but there was some parts where you're like, This dude's really up his own ass here.
1: I <laughs> like Interstellar and I feel the same way.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm not disagreeing. Wait, um, actually um, Inception La- came the- out yeah. later. So Inception was decent. I liked Inception a lot.
2: You can't you, you can't call the movie decent and then also use it as a defense for a quality film from Christopher Nolan. I just did. Ha. Yeah, and you're contradicting yourself. You hypocrite.
0: Not not doing uh not doing that at all. Uh, uh
2: Marcelo Marcelo.
0: Anyways, Edgar Wright's Last Night in Soho, definitely
1: recommend.
2: Yeah, great film, and hopefully by the time this airs, it'll still be on HBO Max, so you can go check it out there.
1: For sure. Oh, that may be what I do after D&D tonight.
2: Yeah, man. Oh, uh, you're going to it. It's fucking great. It does not feel like a two-hour film at all, and I love it's, those kind of movies.
1: Oh, it's two hours?
2: It yeah. is, but it, like I said, it, it breezes through that two-hour runtime, and you're just like, okay, I like it by but- once more. more.
1: Mike, I will be playing D and D until eleven p.m. and I have to be up at six. Oof. well, you—it's on HBO Max. You
3: don't have to watch it all in one sitting.
0: I will. Uh, I will quote the most genius person I know. It's pretty good. I enjoyed it quite a lot.
3: Who's the most genius person you know? <laughs> Myself. Oh, you—who's up their own ass now?
0: Christopher Nolan, because he made Tenet.
2: Oh, Marcello, you are a character. Uh do we have any final parting thoughts before we uh end this one? I'm good. I just go see it. Yeah, thanks for listening. Come back tomorrow for another horror psychological thriller, whatever we decide kind of film review.
0: Agreed. We'll see you then tomorrow cuz it's totally not July.
3: Yes, yeah, t- definitely definitely not, right, Lathan.
0: Right with these very You're very here, October folks. days.
1: <laughs> wow, <laughs> right. England's currently days the days. My computer do totally doesn't say july eighteenth at seven oh six PM <laughs> That would be insane. Man. Uh, I'm
2: I'm gonna kill the both of you <laughs>
0: <laughs> Christopher Nolan Avengers if you hear this please uh please forgive Lathan. He doesn't think you're mediocre.
3: But Mike does, and he's coming for you, Nolan. Coming for you.
1: Okay. Um, can I get Sam Raimi to do it instead? You can get whoever you like,
0: buddy. But Lathan You have my blessing, my Sam Raimi's not coming. You know who is? Christopher
3: Nolan. Although Sam Raimi might
0: show, then he'd probably make a movie about it.
3: if anything, Ted Raimi will show up in his place. Oh God, no!
0: Hey, Ted Raimi
3: is fucking awesome.
1: Chris uh, Chris Nolan is not the is not the director I need, but he's the one I deserve.
3: <laughs> All right, cut the recording. I'm done with your shenanigans. <laughs> What's that?